All right. So we are here with Liz from Ambitious Parenting, and we're talking today all about money moves for moms. So Liz is a personal finance mentor and the founder of both Ambitious Adulting and Ambitious Parenting, um, kind of as she's transitioning through life's milestones. She helps millennials learn about personal finance in a fun and non-intimidating way. So Liz, welcome. I'm so excited to talk about money moves for moms today. Thanks, Maria. I'm excited too. And I'm a new mom, so it's kind of a new uh, space for me. Awesome. So as a new mom, what unique challenges do you think moms face uh, when it comes to personal finance? Oh, man. I feel like, I mean, I have been in the personal finance space for maybe five years, and it's almost like the last thing on my mind because as a new mom, I have so many other priorities mainly like keeping my son entertained, fed, alive, trying different formulas. Like anyways, so there's so many challenges when it comes to new parents in general. But yeah, I guess the main one is just having space and the mental capacity to even think about the logistics of financial security, financial freedom, financial independence on top of your day-to-day challenges. And as someone who has two kids now, um, I can tell you it doesn't really get easier as far as the demands on your time. It is always crazy. I'm like, is it hard for everyone? Because I just feel like people, I know very well that social media is a highlight reel, but I'm like, I'm, I'm extra struggling. Like, I just feel like I have no brain capacity for anything. And I'm like, how do people go back to work? Like, especially in the States, you know, a few months postpartum. I'm like, my brain isn't even fully there yet. So hopefully I get some of that back. I completely can relate. I feel like I'm on the struggle bus and it's like, where is everybody else? Like how has everyone else got this together? Yeah. I'm like, you guys know how to like get your life together? Cause I'm still working on that. Absolutely. So that is a great segue into being overwhelmed um, because there is so many demands on our time. So how, if I want to be better with money, I know that it's one of the 17,000 things on my to-do list. What are some pieces of advice that you can give me or give other moms to be like, this is things that you can do that kind of fit in your time, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think the easiest thing to do is connect your finances or your accounts to like a third-party Um, budgeting app. I used to do everything on a spreadsheet to review my finances. But I honestly, as much as I love spreadsheets and manipulating data and data analysis, again, that's the last thing on my mind right now. But I do want to understand what's going on with my finances. Like what does our cash flow look like? What does our income look like? How much are we spending on groceries? So I use Mint. Um, I actually don't have an affiliate link or anything with them. I just genuinely like them. And I connect my fiance's accounts and my accounts and then review our finances once a month. And so that's an easy thing to do to just understand like what's going on with your finances um, so that you don't go months or years without even looking at how much is in your accounts. What does your debt look like? And then that even gets more overwhelming because you don't even know what's happening with your money. So then what are we talking? So you say you look at this once a month. How much time does that take you once a month? And how much time did it take you to kind of get it all set up? The setup took a little bit longer. I want to say it took like maybe 10, 20 minutes because you need to log into all of your accounts you need to verify the app. Um, it's really 
just an overview. And so this is helpful, especially if you have multiple accounts across different platforms. Maybe your partner has a different bank and you haven't merged yours. We have over 20 accounts. And so that's, I know it's extra, but I have two business accounts. We have a rental property. We have multiple investing accounts. So for us, we needed something to give us an overview. Then the once a month, it's probably five minutes where we review our spending. We review transactions that are kind of maybe a little bit bigger or like larger than the month before. We're like, why did we spend like double on eating out this month? Oh, this is the reason there was birthday parties or whatever. So for me and for my clients, I just really encourage financial awareness to understand what what's the next step. What is the plan look like? Because you need to know your baseline. And this, you know, five minute review is really just understanding your baseline of what is happening with your finances. I think that's a great tip. And Mint is a good thing. I think there's other bunch of other tools I've heard people use. Um, totally. I think, And five minutes, I think I can do five minutes a month. I feel like that's something manageable um, that any mom hopefully can fit in five minutes a month to make that a priority. Hopefully. Yeah. And there's an app too. So you can just log in and be like, okay, like we use it for tracking our net worth as well. It tracks your spending, it tracks your income. So anyways, yeah, five minutes to just review what's going on and what happened the month before. That's a great tip. Um, so what are, so we've got that. So let's say I've got that under control. I've got, I'm tracking it's five minutes a month. What are some other moves, um, that moms can make to kind of feel in control of their finances over the long term? Maybe not during like the busyness of like little kids, but maybe they have older kids or just moms in general. I think automating as much as possible to take things off your plate. So I've automated all of my bills since I started having bills. So since I was 18 or 19, but I know there's people who still pay things manually. And even my parents like literally still go into places and write checks and hand in checks. And they have the luxury of time that they don't have young children and can go around town driving to different places to drop off checks. They also, you know, that's just their mentality, but automate as much as possible. And this is why it's important to understand how your cash flow looks, meaning how much money is coming in and when is it going out so you don't end up into overdraft. But essentially what I do is I know exactly how much all my bills are at the end of the month. So I just make sure I have that amount in a certain account that's just for bills. And it's just constantly being topped up. So I don't even think about my bills. And I do review, um, you know, how much I'm spending on bills, but I don't spend too much time thinking about my bills in general. I think that's a great tip. Yeah, just as much things that you cannot think about, um, kind of download that off your plate. Uh, automation is a good way to do that. And it could be automation for bills and automations for savings or investments or a number of different things. Absolutely. I think that's a great tip. So money is super emotional. Um, so is being a mom. I know, I don't know about you as a new mom, but I would I'm, say being a mom is way harder and way emotional, way more emotional than managing money and always overwhelming. Um, but how can moms navigate those money emotions without feeling overcome or overtaken by them? Because we know that there's a lot of other emotions already kind of running through. Yeah, I think, I mean, just knowing, first of all, depending on what What's making you emotional? Is it that you don't have the money? Is it that you're scared about the future? Like really understanding where is this emotion coming from and recognizing that you're not the only one who has felt that. What I really find comforting is finding communities um, online of 
problems that I'm going through. And in motherhood, I had an extremely hard time breastfeeding and I felt very alone and very overwhelmed. But I found the formula feeding community on Reddit, on Facebook, on Instagram. And that's the same with personal finances. So if you're overwhelmed with like debt repayment, there are tons of debt repayment communities. If you're overwhelmed with meal planning or, you know, managing your day-to-day finances as a parent, there are communities about that. So if you're overwhelmed, try to reach out. Maybe you don't know anyone around you, but maybe there's strangers on the internet that for sure have been through a similar position and may are one or two or three steps ahead of you that can help you navigate these feelings. And if you need a good cry, you know what? Go ahead. Go up and cry, let it out, talk to your partner if you have one, talk to anyone who, you know, you have around you, if you have a support system, if, if you don't definitely, um, you know, go online and there are lots of resources available. I think that's one great thing about the internet is there's so many content creators out there that it's, it's getting easier to find someone who you resonate with. That is your story. That is your voice to a certain, I mean, it's never going to be perfect, but you're, you're right. There's so many different places to find that help. Um, and maybe sometimes it's easier when it's online because it's a bit anonymous, yeah, right? I think so too. Yeah. And it's anonymous and, and also a lot of people are just making humor out of, you know, dark times and it's kind of funny. Like you're like, well, this sucks, but then someone's making a joke about it. Then you're like, okay, I can actually see why it can be funny. So, you know, that's what, what's, that's one of the great things about TikTok. Like there's so much dark humor on there. Um, and I, I like it. I like, I like, uh, finding my communities there. I have yet to venture into TikTok. I feel oh, so God. old when people it's talk about TikTok. It's a waste of time, but, uh, yeah. I think that's great. And I think just knowing you're not alone, right? Like it's as a mom, sometimes it's easy to feel like you're by, you're alone, but chances are whatever money problem you're having, somebody else has had that same Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So what is, what are some mistakes that moms can make with their money? So we talked about automating. That's a great tip, you know, knowing you're not alone, finding your community, but what are some mistakes that moms can make with their money? I think a lot of parents think that they need the best for their children, which of course you want the best for them, but they don't need the top of the line things, especially, I mean, I'd only have a one-year-old. I'm very happy that I didn't buy him a ton of new stuff, including clothes, including toys, he plays with toilet paper rolls and the recycling bin and that's the happiest he is. And for clothes, he just wears whatever people handed me or whatever I found secondhand. So one mistake people make is just um, overspending on their children, especially if you can't afford it. If you have so much disposable income and you want to buy the top of the line, go for it. But if you're struggling to get by and getting paycheck to paycheck, but then you're like, well, I have to buy my my baby, a whole new wardrobe because I want him to look the best. That's a mistake. I completely agree. And it, it shocks me how much secondhand stuff there is out there that is brand new. And it is so what I'm a huge secondhand shopper and there's lots of shops for that. Hand-me-downs. Absolutely. Um, I think that is a great, uh, or is a mistake that people make and it's a great kind of solution there. What is one money lesson that you hope every mom kind of learns or gets from this that you wish if you could tell every mom something that just resonated with them, they got it, what would that be? Oh, I have so many money lessons, but I'm going to try not to be like my dad who's just constantly shoving lessons down my face. Hmm. I think um, if you can have 
a sinking fund. So this is a separate savings account for your child or your children. This isn't their educational fund. This isn't their RESP. That's something different. But a sinking fund for activities, for emergencies for your child, so kind of just money set aside for your kid because things come up. This way, you're not dipping into um, your bills or like you're, it's not affecting your other cash flow. You can tap into this account and it can be like $10 a month or $20 a month, whatever you can manage just to have this kind of pool of money that's dedicated for childcare things. That's a great tip. Now, where should somebody um, have their sinking fund? I like online banks. So EQ Bank, Tangerine, there's a few other ones. I'm not a huge fan of savings account in general as like a wealth building tool because the interest rate is just embarrassingly low. I don't really care to chase them around. Like I'm not going to be hopping savings accounts to savings account to make an extra $2 a year. It just does not matter. Just pick a savings account. It could be one with your own bank as long as it's free. You should not be paying to have your money stored at a bank because there are so many free savings accounts out there. So find one that makes sense for you. The reason I like online ones is because they're a little bit harder to access the money, but in a good way. So something like an online bank that doesn't have a teller, that doesn't have a debit card for you to just be taking out cash when you're tempted, when you're like, well, I know I have money there, so I'm just going to spend it. That's why I like the online banks because you actually have to physically e-transfer the money, wait for it to come, and then and then take it out. So it's a few more steps that makes it a little bit harder to access your own money. But I like that as a sinking fund or an emergency fund uh, that you don't need for day to day expenses. That's another great tip. So on top of you know you know we're automating, we're spending our five minutes a day or a month, I should say, not a day. <laughs> Um, but looking at those online banks and creating a little bit of that space, making it harder to access your money, um, means you're more likely to kind of save it. And what a great idea for a sinking fund for kids activities. Um, that is awesome. Now that is, so we've talked, there's a ton of great, uh, tips that you're putting out here. If there was one thing that's super easy that moms could do today. So I'm watching this video at the end of this video, I'm going to do one thing. What do you think they should do or what could they do that's easy that's going to make them feel like yes i'm conquering the money battle i think opening up that savings account for your children or individual kids or a kid fund whatever makes sense for your family and then setting up that automation of a minimum ten dollars a month um if you can manage twenty dollars or forty dollars or fifty dollars because my son is only one years old and i'm already spending money on swimming, on daycare, on a whole bunch of other things. And I'm happy to do that. But I'm like, okay, things are adding up. His first year of life wasn't that expensive. Um, but I think as they get older, of course, there's more activities for them to do. And I want him to have activities. I want my child to go try different things and try rock climbing and try gymnastics and try swimming. Um, so I'm definitely going to have to save for that. Awesome. So, um, and if you are opening one of those online bank accounts, I would say look for a referral code. I mean, oftentimes, um, the people can reach out to you or me. Everyone's got a referral code that gives you a little bit extra money when you open that account and that's free money. So, um, always look for that whenever you open something new like that. Absolutely. I think that's kind of a bonus tip. Um, cause you're right. Kids are expensive. 
Is there anything else kind of as we're kind of wrapping coming here to a close with a lot of action items? Is there anything else that you want to share with moms? Anything that we haven't covered that you're like, you know what, let's talk about this. Yeah, I mean, there's this fine balance about managing your own health and mental health, like not being overwhelmed, but also thinking about the future. So children are expensive, their education is expensive. Um, Thinking about, okay, how can I save and invest for my children? But if it's stressing you out to the point where you're like, oh my God, like I cannot handle this, like just focus on the small things. Like how can I save money by meal planning? How can I save money by shopping secondhand? Like these are very good, tangible um, solutions to help your family finances. But definitely kind of on the bigger scale of it is creating generational wealth, saving for the future, investing for your children, investing for your own retirement so that you aren't a burden to your children when you're older and now they're supporting you. So these are some things to also be thinking about. Yeah. And I think those are all really good tips. And I also just be wary of like not getting overwhelmed. Like there's a lot of things to always be thinking about, but just do one thing at a time. And that's I, that's all you can do. That's okay. Right. One thing at a time. And those little, those little actions add up definitely over time. Absolutely. Well, Liz, I am super impressed with all of the tips that you've provided. Uh, I'm learning a lot. There's tons of action steps. I think, you know, we can automate our bills, our savings, you know, looking into some kind of an online tracker, linking your accounts. So that you're really checking in that five minutes a day, or I keep wanting to say a day, but a uh-huh. month. <laughs> I mean, if you, I was doing it a day because I'm wacky and this is before I had children. So I was just like, oh, I have the time and luxury of like thinking about finances all the time because I loved it. That was like a hobby. But now I'm like once a month. Absolutely. You know, setting up that sinking fund, setting it separately, you know, making sure you're taken care of and having those conversations, those checking in with your partners along the way or your partner along the way, I think are all super awesome tips and absolutely actionable. So Thank you. I want to thank you for all these great money moves you're sharing. Um, if somebody's ready to, you know, kind of, they're like, yeah, I'm totally resonating with Liz. I want to hear everything she says. She's got all these lessons from her dad. I want her to share with me. Um, how can they connect with you? Yeah. So I have an Instagram account, ambitious adulting, which is my main account, but ambitious parenting focuses specifically on finances for new and current parents. Um, and definitely connect with me on that new account. Um, yeah, I have courses, I do consulting. So lots of ways that we can work together. Liz, thank you so much. Um, I'm constantly learning from you. I love your Instagram. I follow all the time. I'm like nodding my head like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I totally get that. So um, awesome. Thanks, Liz. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Thanks, Maria. Bye.